Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Right. We are a true crime comedy podcast that has romantic intentions. That's right. Romantic <laughs> intentions. I couldn't, that was my line and I forgot. It's okay. I saw that you forgot. I was like, that has Something. crime with it's, love. It's a thing. Love crimes. Yeah. Love crimes. Romantic crimes. We're investigating the question can crime ever be romantic? And so far, no. No. The answer is mm. no so far. Yeah. But we're gonna keep we're gonna keep diving in. I think like maybe in the beginning, I'm really excited for us to do Bonnie and Clyde because I feel like they're the first like uh, famous famous like love duo. Couples. Yeah, and it was and the it depression. was romanticized. It was yeah. because like you know nobody could eat. They, it was almost like they were like the Robin Hood or yes. something. You know, and that's awesome. One thing I would like to mention, which we haven't before, our intro music is done by the lovely Avrin here. Oh, she thanks. has the most amazing voice, and my sweet. sweet darling husband played the guitar on that one. So kudos to you guys. I just, well, thank you. honestly, every time I um, go to edit the episodes, I'm just like, I love it. <laughs> and my children, are, my daughter doesn't really know what it's saying, but she's like, Dum dime. <laughs> she sings with it. So it's pretty damn cute. Yay. So today we are doing the diaper astronaut yeah that's the wrong that's yeah no I think that's it. I was about to say the same thing I was look when we when I was doing some research right. I read sad a- astronaut a lot right. which I'm like I read astronaut love triangle yes. which maybe was a kinder thing to say than diaper astronaut but I feel like the diaper aspect of it just that was makes me giggle my booty off and that was the whole story that was the on whole the story news, for right. the most part and I think it was because uh, some of the research I was doing was because Apparently, the police, like, leaked that information early. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to get there, people. But, like, normally these pre-hearings or whatever, right. you don't hear any of this information. Right. But so, the diaper thing. like, the media grabbed onto it so quickly, I think, for two reasons. One, I'm pretty sure, although could be incorrect, that uh, a United States astronaut had never been arrested before. I don't, yeah, I think, unless it was for, um, because I did a bunch, astronauts are salacious little buttholes. Well, Ma- mostly male. I didn't all know like, that. oh, yeah, yeah, all like, you know, cheating on their wives and things like that. So there, there was, there is a man who, uh, vehicular homicide, I think he oh, was, a, he had, um, yeah. Um, okay, so I was incorrect, but it's rare. So it it's, is it's rare. It's rare for an astronaut to get arrested. Mm-hmm. And then top it off, was a female astronaut, exactly. and they found out that she had been wearing diapers while she drove it's from just, Houston to Orlando. Exactly, it's to like, apparently attempt kidnapping or possibly murder. Yeah, and think about it. I'm just in my everyday work. I worked really hard all day. I hate my life. This I'm just talking about me. I don't hate my life, but like, let's <laughs> say I worked a full day, and then to hear about some 
like when you think of an astronaut, especially a female, because you know that bitch had to work like three times as hard uh, to be an uh, astronaut. Ten times as hard. And she's yeah. smart. She's an engineer. She's yeah, like, she's an American hero. Yeah, an Amer- exactly. An American hero puts on a diaper and is just like shitty inside. Like you're like, oh yeah. yeah. It's all like, it I, I understand salacious. why it was yeah. sensationalized. Absolutely. I completely get it because the the dark part of me is just like, oh, I love this. It's I just I want to know. I want to know why. Why the diapers? Yep. I will also note that in all of the research that I did, there's a lot of discrepancies about what kind of diaper it was, <laughs> and um, I think we should talk about that a little bit. Oh, I, I missed that, because so th- Some please. people say it was like adult diapers, like yeah. it depends. Some people say it was like the astronaut grade, because you know astronauts That's have to I wear um, diapers like in and, like when they're coming back in yeah. and they go out. There's like a special space engineered diaper right because what the right atmosphere makes you shit your pants or i don't know or you just can't move so if you gotta go you gotta just do it wow i don't actually know that to be true i mean i hope it's the astronaut diaper but then i also heard she was like regular no. old kids diapers uh, no i read that what yep. i think okay <laughs> i'm going to choose to believe it was an astronaut diaper because she was an astronaut and right. she's probably cheap where she's like, she just ran to like the supply closet and like grabbed a few. She also had like kids. I guess they That's weren't babies true. at the time, but never mind. My argument doesn't hold water. <laughs> I was like, she just had diapers in her car. But the and decided, diapers you know what? did hold water. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a real good one. Um, so, so yeah, where do we start? Let's just start with Lisa Marie Nowak. By the way, my middle name's Marie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. She shares the name with um, Elvis Presley's daughter, Lisa, oh, Lisa Marie. Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa Marie Nowak, mm-hmm. who, as we've mentioned, was an astronaut, yep. an American hero. Yes. Um, should I just take it away? We'll take it away. Bring, yeah, start it up. So um, basically, in February of 2007, yeah. an astronaut gets arrested. That was the longest pause ever. I was like, how will I start this story? An astronaut gets arrested after after a woman calls the cops. She had been followed by um, a woman wearing an obvious wig and a trench coat in the Orlando airport. Yeah. And the woman had tailed her, like, to the shuttle bus to the parking lot, got on that bus with her, got off with her. She was very aware that she was being followed. So then when she started to hear... Like she said, she could hear like a swooshing sound, like maybe like her someone pants running, running like someone kind of running behind her. That. Her oh, by the way, her her name is Colleen Shipman, and she is, is um, an Air Force ca- Shipman. Oh, ship. sorry, Ship. No, man. I'm just wondering because I was yeah. You're okay. gonna make another diaper joke? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I mean, it would have been too good if that was That's the okay. case. That'd have been too easy. <laughs> but she's a naval um, Air Force captain, right? So she jumps in her car, locks the door, and she says the second she had shut that door and locked it. This woman who was following her, her hand was, like, under the handle. She was trying to get in. So then, um, Noak, Lisa, Lisa Noak, starts, like, crying. And she's like, I need your help. I'm stranded here. My boyfriend was supposed to pick me up. And Colleen's like, nah. Uh, You literally just, like, have been following me around. Finally, she's crying. She's crying. She's like, I can't hear you through the glass. So Colleen, like, barely cracks the window in her car and is immediately pepper sprayed in the face. Right. By Lisa Marie. Which I have been pepper sprayed before. I have not. Yes. I used to work in this um, club in college. You know, we make our money however we can. (laughs) And somebody pepper sprayed somebody, and I was like the poor cocktail waitress at like, you know, 21. Yeah. And I like had to go outside. I was choking. It's 
it's really it's supposed not to be great. incredibly painful and it was there for days like i could feel the, the pepper spray the spray or whatever in yeah. my throat for days <gasps> yeah. awful yeah so basically she pepper sprays her through the window colleen like i can't just, imagine driving after that I, that was actually the thing that i thought because everything i like read was like so she immediately like pulls out drives away and contacts the police yeah where they come, they discover Lisa Nowak disposing of the wig, the pepper spray, and her trench coat, like her, yeah. her disguise and the pepper spray in a garbage can. She's immediately arrested and taken into custody. But the first thing I thought, I was like, how do you just drive away in a car after you've I been mean, pepper sprayed? I only assume if your adrenaline is that high that you're just like... You can see through. You're doing your best yeah. to like just hope. to get out of there. Uh, yeah. Maybe but because I, she was a naval officer. Wait, what true. was she? She was, um, she's a naval Air Force captain. So what is that? What's a captain do? They're just in charge of people? Is that kind of, it's I, okay? Yeah, I'm um, sure. I need to learn more about the military, like, uh, you know. The chain of command. Yeah, because I feel like we've got, we'll get to it, but what's his name? John is like a director or something, and she, you know. Well, oh, is, the dude in the story? Yeah, what's his Bill. name? Bill. John, I'm sorry, John John could be John. He is a John. Yeah, <laughs> his name is Bill. Which no, I don't want to get too far ahead, but the, apparently there's a movie coming out called oh, Lucy yes. in the Sky with Diamonds, and it is they say loosely. it's loosely. But I mean, I'm kind of like maybe I'm excited to see it. And when I and you know who's playing Bill? It's um, John Ham. John Ham. And when I was looking at pictures, dude, it's such a good casting job. It's crazy. Like, it's even so the way he smiles and looks and off to the side. Like the vibe that hopefully you will get from us about who Bill was at the time. I don't want to claim, I don't want to speak to who he is now, but, like, who he was. You know, imagine you are an astronaut. You're a good-looking guy, yeah, and you're an astronaut. Big swinging dick. Basically, like, the world is your fucking oyster. And I think that's how it was. Is the right person. Oh, he's so part. perfect. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. So good. To see it. Because, you know... Apparently, there are no diapers in this movie, though. Really? I did read. Because when you type up astronaut diaper or diaper astronaut, uh, mostly because the movie is coming out so soon, most of the first things were actually about that movie and about the lack of that specific detail. But they're saying, you know, it's loosely based on it. It's not the same story. It's true. We watched, uh, when we were figuring out which uh, episode we wanted to do, we watched the trailer for this. Yeah, it looks And it's gorgeous. I mean, it looks very poetic in the way it's filmed. Mm -hmm. So for for them to, like, sort of ruin that poeticism with putting on diaper and shit in it. Or, like, just go into the tabloid version of the story. Like, maybe. Because she now... She doesn't. She says that no, Lisa Nowak. She fully denies that. Denies Although it. She, apparently she, she did say that when police were questioning her initially. Right. Or, and so like, they say, why would you knows? lie? I mean, you why know? why would the police just make up that detail if she didn't allude to and or directly yeah. say that she had done that? I also, think... I did read when they searched her car. So they take they arrest her yep. for basically assault. And then up the charges to attempted kidnapping after they find a bag in her car that contains latex gloves, a BB gun, a four-inch knife, surgical tubing, I'm not sure, a steel mallet, a map to Shipmore's house, and some used and unused diapers. There you go. That's what they found in the car. That's that's it. That's... So there is a plot there. It I was, think she had it. It was thwarted by the <laughs> fact that Colleen Shipman was just too smart to be like followed for that yeah. long without picking up on it. But yeah. Right. So I think the tubing, because you could like tie somebody's hands up with that. I guess. She did say that the, because it wasn't a real gun, it was a BB gun. Right. But I guess BB guns look. might look like a real gun. And so right. the, that was definitely meant for like intimidation. 
Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't know how to get a real gun, so I would be like, I'm going to get a BB gun, I guess. Right. I mean, if you're trying to intimidate someone. Yeah. So why, Avrin, did Lisa Nowak do this? Do all of this? To Colleen, or Colleen, however you say So Lisa had been having an affair with a fellow astronaut named Bill Ofline. They called him Billy O. Can't make this shit up. Yeah. They called him Billy O. I and hope he, and that's, like I said, he was good looking. He was good looking. You know, for back then. And then for any time. For you know, any time. And typically, I don't know, very uh, John to Hammy. each their own, but Jan, John Hammy. Yeah. Not so as good as John Hamm, but it's true. And but still a good looking guy. And she's and Lisa Nowak is married. Actually, oh yes, she's married. And has three children. But apparently the way that it had gone down was she had started an affair with Billy O. Billy O. Billy Billy. <laughs> um, with Billy O while she was still married, but had in fact like separated from her husband and was okay. in the process of getting divorced when this all went down. And on the flip side of that, Billy O, uh-huh. Billy Billy, had yeah. ended his relationship with Lisa because he had started a relationship with Colleen and was very much into Colleen. Right. And had even told Colleen, I had been in a relationship with a fellow um, astronaut, didn't say her name because technically they're not allowed to do that. Committing oh. adultery because they're both military as well as working oh. for NASA is like, no, you can't do that. Okay. It's conduct unbecoming or something. Interesting. I should also learn more about these details. Well, because I do know, I don't want to get far ahead, but I do know that both Billy and Lisa were dismissed after this. Mm-hmm. They're the first astro- astronauts to ever have been dismissed. And since their dismissal, the and NASA created an all astronaut of, um, code of conduct, which didn't exist before. Right, and then also implemented a bunch of new um, or required um, psychiatric evaluations. Which is Every, amazing that they didn't do that. Before, she did, they said that, so in 96, when she got yeah. hired yes. to work for the Johnson Space Station in Houston, yep. she was evaluated then, but had never been since. And didn't and she have years friends later. who died in, like, yep. the Challenger? So the Challenger, the 2003 Columbia shuttle explosion, um, her best friend was one of the astronauts right. on that. So obviously, there's so... I really can't wait to talk to you about all the reasons why I think this happened. Okay, because I want to know, too, because even at my work, I work in advertising now, like, if somebody somebody died in a car accident, and it's a huge company, and they sent out a big company email saying, like, like listen, if anybody needs to talk to a, a counselor or anything, we have them on hand. So, right. so uh, NASA, get up with the but times, also, which I think maybe they are trying I to. I think but they have since this, and maybe yeah. they did offer this it. This was the impetus, I think. Yeah, I think it was. And maybe they did offer, like, if you're feeling sad and you need to talk to somebody, but that should be required yeah. for people that are, you know, having to deal with this, the level of, like, stress and physical, you know, like all the stuff that I imagine it takes to be chosen to go into outer space. It's got to be, you know, it's a lot of pressure. I agree. It should be required. Totally. But yeah, so back to February 2007. So she's taken into custody. They find out who she is. They ask Colleen, do you know Elisa Nowak? And Colleen's like, uh... Maybe that name, because he hadn't really told her her name, but she was kind of a famous female astronaut, so it's a name. She also, I watched a little bit of a 2020 about this, a little 2020 episode, and she spotted um, the NASA, like, your credential that you would have on the desk, and her first thought was, oh my God, this woman stole an astronaut's, like, credentials. Wait, where did she see it? At the police station when she was, like, taken down to be questioned about what had happened while they had Lisa in the interrogation room. 
So then the story comes out Interesting. that basically Colleen Shipman is involved with Bill O'Flyne, Billy O, who is Lisa Nowak's ex-boyfriend, but yeah. maybe she didn't know that. Or maybe Lisa didn't, or maybe, maybe Colleen. Le- didn't oh, Colleen did, definitely did not know who Lisa was. I read somewhere that um, he, that Billy O, called her Lisa in bed once. I read that too. Oh my god, I love it. Which is like, I mean, I don't love it. It's horrible it's if horrible. it happened to me, but it's amazing. But um, yeah, so it's like wild. So basically, this whole crazy story comes about about this love triangle, about how basically Lisa broke in to Billy's apartment because she had a key from when they were together. Yep. Found, knew his passcode, so clearly it was not a casual affair. If you know, like, their passcodes on their computer, yeah. or she was maybe, like, a super scientist and just could break those things. I do not want to interject, but I've been, one of the things I really researched was stalkers, and apparently stalkers are always some, usually not always, but someone you know, oftentimes, and when they, especially when it's, like, a ex-flame, they seek the passcodes out. And then, oh. yeah. So I can we can talk about stalkers more later. But that that, well, that yeah, is let's like come back to that something info, that happens I think a that's lot. Fascinating. But that's how she basically found out. So in addition to finding like steamy, sexually implicit emails between the two of them, she also found um, Shipman's flight itinerary, which is the imp- so as she hopped in her car, oh. donned a diaper, and drove. It's like a thousand miles from Houston to Orlando. She got there. She did fourteen hours, no stops. So how long was uh, were Billy O and Lisa broken up before the new, you know? I Like, how long do you think she's been pining over him? I don't know the exact amount of time, but I think that it had been over for a little while, at least in the eyes of Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, it said that they had still been communicating, but it was very infrequent, and he was pretty serious about Colleen. So I don't know how quickly that happened. Um, I imagine I couldn't have been that much time had passed. Right. Because everything was they very, very fresh. Yet, right? He, she, uh, Lisa was not divorced yet. I believe the divorce that wasn't still... finalized until after, after all of the news media knew yeah. every detail of everything that happened. I'm sure. But yeah, so crazy story. And as you mentioned, Lisa and Billy both lost their positions at NASA. Yeah. And I think even Colleen, I felt like I, I read somewhere that even she was not. Maybe like like slightly demoted in rank or something like for her involvement and mm. just basically a scandal, which is doesn't really seem fair. But you know there are rules right. when you're when you work in the military. Yeah, I suppose so. I I uh, and and wasn't uh, Lisa? She was just demoted. Like they didn't fire her immediately. Initially, or initially, basically, a lot of people when you work for NASA, it's separate from the military. Oh, right. So NASA has its own thing. So the military was like, we're going to wait, obviously, because this was an incident involving these people at this place. Mm-hmm. We'll let that, they'll figure that out. Obviously, she was dismissed. Then she was eventually, I think, demoted, then dishonorably discharged yeah. and lost a ranking so that even after that, like whatever her pension or something would have been was oh, less. That's and now she works in the private sector. I don't know doing what because like, I was trying not to be a stalker. I'm yeah. like, what's she doing? Well, now? I think a lot of her files are sealed. Like that's why it's I'm hard sure to are. find it, too much information about her. Yeah. Um. So she goes to trial, right? Or well, there's, what happens next? She's there's so, like a bunch of motions. Okay. This ultimately, I think she never goes to trial. Or like, there's definitely court appearances right. that they put on the TV news, but she takes like some kind of plea. Is 
basically sentenced to time served and probation for a year and obviously is not allowed to contact Colleen in any way, shape, or form. Or um, Billy O. Or, yeah, or Billy O. So she didn't actually serve, I think she served two days in jail for the whole thing in the end. And then I read that she was psychologically evaluated and deemed like, uh, obsessive compulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't call it this anymore, but Asperger's. Right, like slightly. Yeah, she was on the, on the spectrum of autism and and just in immense stress and pressure. Yeah, yeah. I honestly like. I really, I couldn't like find. But why do people stalk? So I was looking a little bit. Yeah, no. Tell me about okay, stalkers. So, I'm curious. So they say that the overwhelming majority of stalkers are men, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, but four to one. Um, but psychiatrists developed, uh, like, several stalker profiles to kind of, like, You know determine. I love a good profile. I know. I'm okay, obsessed so with anyone who creates a profile. We have the rejected stalker, okay. who is, this person was rejected in a relationship, and they perceive it as an insult. That sounds like Lisa. Exactly. They feel wounded, and they are seeking vindication, which I do think so, too. Uh, yeah, so, so if she is going to fall in the stalker profile, she mm-hmm. would be a rejected stalker, yeah. 100%. There's the resentful. These are self-righteous, self-pitying people who may threaten, but they are at least likely, they're the least likely to act on it. There's, uh, let's see, the intimacy-seeking stalker. They they believe they'll be loved. I think this is the one where famous people, they, they believe right. that this person's going to love them and it's going to make their dreams come true. There's the incompetent. This person is socially backward. He doesn't really understand the social rules involved in dating and romance. But this one doesn't mean any harm. Okay. So the incompetent. And then we have the predator. This is about sex, gratification, control, and violence. This stalker doesn't necessarily know the victim. The victim may not know he or she is being stalked, but a predator plans their attack, rehearses it, has lots of sexual fantasies about it. So that's like the night stalker. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody who just strikes without... Yep. Anybody having known that... Because a lot of people do are aware they're being stalked, you know, in those other examples yes, that you said. Exactly. But not, not a predator. Yep. Not so someone that you didn't know about. It says the rejected and the predatory stalkers are most likely to assault their victims. So... Well, there you yeah, go. There you That's go. really interesting. Yeah. So I think that, to me, as I somebody who... I like that. I do like that. Thank <laughs> you. As somebody who does watch a lot of true crime, datelines, forensic files... One of the things that I think comes up over and over again is the, the way sometimes how the law works. It seems like it works in favor of the predator. Right. And I feel like stalking is the greatest example of that. Like the laws in place to protect a, a victim of stalking, they're, they're still like, right. I think, not enough. They're better than they ever were. But there's so many, it's all on the impetus of the person being stalked to prove it. And then still, like, what do you, you get a restraining order? Like, right. congratulate, that's not going to do it. If, you, if you're dealing with I mean, a rejected or, you know, somebody who's just determined no matter what. Yeah, it says for, I, I totally agree. It says in many scenarios, the stalking begins as, a relation, as the relationship is ending. And I'm assuming this is probably what happened with Lisa. 100%. A divorce or breakup, um, you know, one partner becomes obsessed, convinced that this is their ideal partner. The stalker may believe that the victim is in love with him or her. The stalker is usually an isolated, an iso- well, it says the stalker is usually an isolated and shy person. So that doesn't really quite work with our... It says there's also a narcissistic personality disorder and very low self-esteem, so that could be too. Yeah. But maybe if she was sort of like um, a more focused, sort of like obsessive person, not focused, but you know what I mean, like then she, 
you know, when you're feeling stress, it's easy to put all that energy on one thing. Sure. Or just like... And spin out. Zero your focus yeah. on like one specific aspect of your life and spin out. Well, that was something that I wanted... I was excited when I was reading about this. Because I yeah. feel like the details of the story are pretty well known. People, right. we didn't need to... We went into the details anyway because right. they're interesting. Yeah. Um, but most people, I think, have heard this story. So why is it still something that when you when you read about it, it's still fascinating? Why is a movie coming out Agreed. that's loosely based on it in 2019? Right. And I think what I kept noticing when I was reading about this is so everybody was always talking about, you know, this woman achieved so many things. She was a mother of three. She was, um, you know... An astronaut, for yeah. God's sake. A and naval commander a naval of commander. some kind. She had, you know, she was in robotics, so she was, like, technically very Engineer. brilliant. And I was reading in one of the articles I read about how she was, like, the kind of neighbor and mom that would host Easter brunches and have everybody over. Really? And was, like, super mom. So I think when you boil all of this down, you've got a woman who's already stretched way too thin. Right. Then you have a traumatic incident, which would be losing one of her very best friends, and then also, I'm sure, other people that she knew very well, but still having to focus on, we're going up next. And there was a quote direct from her about when she lost her friend in in the shuttle explosion in 2003, about how she'd seen it on TV with her son, and he said to her, I still think you should go. And so that's like how committed she was to space travel and like, all of the science, and I know, you know, all of Americans, I think, are pretty proud of that. Yes. That kind of thing all the time, and whenever, there's actually, I think, like, an all-female space thing happening, where I should have totally oh, researched. yes. Because I think it's happening now Yeah, I think it was, like, today or yesterday, and it's right? all women, for yeah. the first time ever, which is so amazing. That is very cool. But I think, when you, when you think about a woman who has to be... Not just a mom, like a perfect mom. Right. You know, and then an astronaut who's definitely going to be held to different standards. Somebody who's never being, like, evaluated psychologically to make sure that everything's okay. Yes. Then, of course, she, you know, becomes infatuated and gets into a relationship with a man who is in the same he field res- as her. And he reciprocates their, Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's a mutual affair. Two years is a long time. Absolutely. It's a mutual affair, but it's yeah. not surprising that two people that have similar experiences would, like seek comfort and, and intimacy with each other. That makes sense. And so then to be rejected by that, have that taken away as your marriage is falling apart, to me, I just feel like you, this is the perfect storm for a woman, or not even a woman, any person. But I yeah. say a woman because I think the pressures put on women in society are just way harsher than on men. But of course, like all of those things happening, they compound, they build, and then you snap. Yeah. And I think this is the perfect example of... Somebody who just snapped. I think she saw the steamy emails, realized that she had lost him because they were yes. like, I, I love you, baby. I want, you, I want your body. You know, but yeah. back, like tons of them saw how she could find this woman. And the only thing that made sense to her was like, I'll just eliminate the competition and then everything will be fine. Oh, yeah. It's not like I, that's because I was thinking it was either that or he. She's like, I'm gonna hurt him by killing right. this other person. And I person. don't think so, though. I no. think that was a. If she's not in the picture anymore, then I can go back to being the main, like his, the woman in his life. Yeah, but wow. I could also be wrong. You're right. Maybe he. Was I don't know. Doing it. I was just thinking of many different ways of like, because you know, uh, I used to be an actor, <laughs> and sometimes you have to play characters that like are killers or something like that. And I remember an acting teacher saying, because it's hard to make 
sense of that. Or to not judge it. That's what Mary exactly, always Exactly, yes. Like, if we have to play somebody that you, you as go. a person, find, like, morally reprehensible or gross or yeah. just a bad, terrible person, then you'll never be able to play them convincingly. Yeah. Because if you embody them, you have to figure out how, how not to, to judge it. How not to judge them and to know where they're coming from. And know where they're coming from. And so one of the tools was always, like, what would it take what would it take for me to murder somebody, right? Right. And, you know, you have to go through, like, your, you kind of get yourself in, like, a state of, like, not where you'd actually murder anybody, but, but yeah, like... what are the circumstances yeah. where I feel like you have a great one? If somebody was going to harm your child, yes, like, one of your the, that's children... that's what I always use, because I'm, course, like... Of course, you're like, no, I will kill that person yeah. first, you know? Because I can imagine doing it. I don't know if I could actually go through with it, but I could imagine if someone hurt my, you know kids or something I would be like yeah I I could do that but like if I think about her situation you know what like putting my trying to put my myself in her in her shoes it's like Natalie Portman if you want to come let us know what that was like yeah how you got into her shoes oh my god I can't wait we would totally record an episode about that (laughs) absolutely Natalie please come on our podcast thank you (laughs) continue Uh, um but yeah no I just I just think I'm like what is that moment of snapping what does it look like I just wonder hey any listeners out there had a moment of snapping let us know or yeah or know somebody who did I want to know because that is clearly at the end of all of this she doesn't serve any time in jail she suffers greatly in her, you know, she's a joke, a national joke. Yeah. Professionally, she suffers. Obviously, she loses her family to a degree. Yep. Um, her husband and her divorce. She, you know, she's no longer the life that she had worked so hard. It's gone forever. But right. she didn't ultimately serve any time in jail because it was determined that this was a psychological episode. Right. And even Colleen at this point was like, what can you do? Like, Yeah. And Colleen, I saw some footage of her. Uh, when they were in the same courtroom and they had her up on the stand. Mm-hmm. And it was about her, uh, it was about Lisa's uh, GPS, like, anklet or whatever. Right. And how Lisa was like, it's really hard for me to work out with this thing, guys. I want to get, I mean, literally, yeah. I think that's what she said. Something not with that affliction, but you know what I mean. And then Colleen was like, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because well, when no, I'm and alone. She was also traumatized. Like, she, yeah. as far as she knows, that woman... Lisa was going to kill her or was there to hurt her. Yeah. And then, you know, all the spotlight is just about, like, the crazy antics of the drive over, not really at all about what the intent was. But, I mean, yeah. again, like, a psychological episode is definitely something that exists in, I don't know if a vacuum is the right word, but it was, like, a perfect sure. storm created for this all to go down. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, at the end of the day, what happened was Bill and Colleen got married, moved right. to Alaska, and had a kid, and live in Alaska, and Colleen is a writer. That's right. I think they're both writers, I think they, they might both be writers. Yeah. But, so that actually, that made me feel really happy when I was that reading about this. And I was like, oh, like, that was real. Their, their love and their, uh, like, their relationship, that yeah. was a real thing. It wasn't just another like, affair yeah. that destroyed lives but was never going to go anywhere. Did you happen to find anything, like any interviews with, with Billy O? No. Because I couldn't either. I wonder if he was prohibited because he uh, was... The main or he sort was of like a, a big figure at starter. NASA. Oh. If he was not allowed. But another, another sure. thing that actually also reminds me was when, right after this happened... Her bot Lisa's boss, and then another astronaut like went to Florida, stood behind her, and yeah. say like, "This is a you know we stand with this woman. We want to take care of her health. 
we want to like get her better, but we're vouching for her. Mm. And so I also think that says something about how yeah. how isolated this is. Right, and is. how out of character it was for her to do something right. like this, Right, but then when, you, when, we're, when we're talking about like stalking and stuff, yes. this was like an isolated incident of stalking. Right. Not an ongoing, which I know is a totally different beast. Right, people but who just are just such like, a, a, yeah. yeah. Such a crazy... Do we know where she's at today? Where Did we say that? All I saw was that she works in the private sector. Oh, right. And maybe still in Texas. Okay. But I don't actually know. Well, I wish the best for her health, and I'm, I hope she's seeing a Yeah, I hope that, that she did therapist. Get, like, the mental health that she needed. And also, I hope that all did. And I'm really, really yeah. pleased, as I think we mentioned earlier, that if anything good comes from this, it's that new rules were implemented yep. to protect people from being put into situations that that can sort cause test, like yeah. that can cause like mental angst and sometimes breaks, breaks them yeah. you know no I, mean, I think that's great you know it always takes something big well not always but in this case for them to figure it out there's I'm, usually some impetus right yeah that and well the thing is, is like also I don't know much about going up and down into space, but I can imagine your body takes a toll too. So just like physically, right. and also like imagine if you, which none of us can unless unless you've been to space. In which case, I apologize because you can. <laughs> but what that's like, what you see, yeah, how that must make coming back. I mean, that's like the whole tagline of Lucy in the Sky, right? It's like now after I've been in outer space, like everything here seems so small. Crazy. And so when you find something that feels big, you're going to focus on it. Do, uh, do you want to go to space? Like if they ever make it able you know, for when us to I go was, to Mars? When I was, yes. When I was a kid, I actually did want to be an astronaut for a brief time. There really? was I can't remember what age it was, but there was a time in school, elementary school, mm-hmm. I want to say, where we were like taken on field trips, like museums and space museums, and we got to be in this simulated thing, and I got to be, I was like the captain of the ship. I was picked by the, cool. the person, and I was determined that that was my life's calling. Um, and then I realized that I just like to play characters, yeah. and so that's actually more of what I was interested in doing. But I definitely would not turn down the op- yeah. opportunity to go into space. You know what's funny is I always wanted to be, well, I wanted to be a million things, but like I definitely wanted to fly. Like I wanted to mm-hmm. pilot. Still, Still like... In my mind, like I would own, I'll own a plane someday and fly, which is so cool. And my, but here's what happened: my husband, he knows this about me. So for my, like I don't know, back when we were still back east, and I, I had just had a, my daughter. I think she was two, so maybe not just at her. She was two years old. He got me a flight lesson, and so oh, that's right. Yeah, I go out to Long Island, and I go to one of those smaller, like private, you know, or tiny airports. And I've got my my um, guy who's teaching me is this like really cool ex naval no nope. right. what's the not navy but the air force, air force guy yeah that's where I always get confused because naval there's, that's ocean that's ships but they do but navy people also fly because if they're flying in the right air they force, probably I, they probably all have to oh we need like a we need we like need a militaristic uh, like a breakdown help. Helper calling in. I don't actually know anything about it. Let's let's find that out. But I am curious. Yeah. But anyway, so he was wonderful. He he. You do the whole training before, and you talk about the plane and how it works, and then you do like the check, and you. Did you actually fly a plane? So this is the sad story because I know I've talked talked about how I have, sort of my anxiety has gotten a little worse as I've gotten older. uh, the we turn the plane on. I'm in the driver's seat, you know, and I'm in this tiny 
tiny mm. Cessna, and I've got some I've got some small space issues. I'm everything's fine, and then the the pilot guy says some says makes a joke about tiny spaces and hope I can breathe. Oh no! Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, I guess we should have talked before we. And I started to have a panic attack, and I basically was like, we were. I mean, we were really like. The, you were the, about to go the, up. The propellers, everything was moving. And, and were... I was like, I'm so sorry. I have to get out of this plane right now. Oh, and so on. I know. It really, it's so sad. And I really, I need to figure out some, I don't know. I'd love to figure out some therapy that would help me right. not and be freaked out and go to a panic attack place in right in away. small spaces. But this is something that I've always wanted all my life. Or, know, you know, yeah. anyways, my, my husband was he, lucky enough to, he's not... He's so great. Wasn't afraid of anything. Got right in there and, and did, he did. Yeah, he went. And oh, got so he did it because it was an expensive no, gift. No, well, sure. that was my like my cheap ass is upset that I'm wasting money. Right. So, so you're like you're going yeah, up there. He was. He well, did. I'm glad that he so. was at least able to do that. But uh, you know, I don't know at this point if someone was like, "Do you want to go into space?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm good. I don't. Yeah. I think I'm okay. I'm. All, I don't want to. You're good. I would do it. I don't know. I hope. I'm excited. I want to hear everything when you do it. But also, don't get me wrong. Gives me such anxiety. Like yeah. the idea of, I would want to be on the ship in space. Right. Like don't don't put a little tube that connects me to the ship and like throw me out there <laughs> because then I will have a okay. full blown panic attack <laughs> and be like, I'm gonna float off into into space. Yeah. And I'll never, ever, ever find my way back, and no one will ever find me, and I hope it doesn't hurt. Like, hey, you know what? I bet it wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, at least it'd be pretty. Uh, it would be pretty, and then it'd be But black. also, it'd be horrible. horrible. I, yeah. I don't know. I have a theory that when traumatic things happen, and maybe that's not that traumatic, then you just go away. I don't know. Yeah, that's well, nice. I'm sure you have to go You have to go to a happy place. Yeah, I mean, that's my <laughs> like, thing. Okay. I was like, should we try to end this on a happy place note or something? Or? Um. Well, let's see. Uh... Once I accidentally pooped my pants in a car, it wasn't much, but it happened. I'm admitting uh, it. That's not, oh, that's right. We not were a happy like, note, we should but tell it's a, a story no. about when we wished we'd yeah. been wearing a diaper. Yeah. Basically, I was had was just dating. This is horrible. I Let's love do it. it. Let's end. I on was this. just dating my husband, oh, and uh, and actually his his grandparents, who were lovely, lovely people, um, we grew up sort of in the same town. And we apparently went to school together, but I didn't know him in our younger years. Right. I didn't know him really until college. And his grandparents are Canadian. They were driving up to Canada, so we were going to go with them. <laughs> and I and I think I was like 21 or something, and I hadn't, this is awful, and I hadn't drank in much, you know, in my life. We went out the night before, and it was one of those horrible, like, hungover days. And I had on a... I guess I really didn't, it didn't happen in the car, but almost. <laughs> I had on overalls, and they finally stopped, because I was like, guys, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, seriously, this, this is an emergency. like a, give me a bottle no, situation. No, uh-uh. And I like getting out of the minivan, just just a little Hershey's kiss. In my, oh. yeah. Well, okay, I won't leave you out, I won't leave you alone out here in outer space in sharing a story that's embarrassing. So I have a, a, a similar story. But it might be worse. But I threw away my underwear, just so you know. I got in there, and yeah. I cleaned everything up and threw everything away, and I was just like, <gasps> I mean, it could have been worse if it happened earlier, and I had to if drive with them the for car, hours. Yeah. I've been like, what is that smell? I don't know. What is that smell? That's literally what, what my story is. How oh, my no. story is. Oh, my God. Good morning. <laughs> so I was in high school, and I was out with a bunch of friends, including a boy I had a crush on, and we went and ate at Pizza Hut. Now, I've learned as an adult that I have a severe She's intolerance. She's a celiac, yeah. celiac. Severe, like, no gluten for me. 
I didn't know that in high school. And I just thought, I just have stomach issues all the time. But whatever. I'm going to have pizza with this cute guy I like and my friends. <laughs> so we're riding around in his car after having pizza. And I, all of a sudden, you just thought, you know, that feeling of like, oh, my God, I have, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I keep telling them, hey, guys, I, I'm so sorry. I know this is annoying. But if we can just, like, stop at a gas station. I don't know where the hell we were. There was, like, nowhere. <laughs> Finally, it's to the point of where, like, I, too, am certain I am going to... I'm going to shit myself in this oh, car. No. <laughs> and I see a Safeway grocery store, and I'm like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Just stop the car. I hop out of the car. And then the thing that makes this story so sad is you guys have been in grocery stores, right? Like, they're huge. And there's usually just one bathroom. Right. It's and either you know, in the way back or in the front. And you just don't know where it know. is. Yeah. And so I am running slash, like, I don't know, jumping and trying to, like, squeeze my legs together through this grocery <laughs> store trying to find the bathroom. I finally spot it, which gives my brain that false sense of, like, release, like, relief. Like, there it is. I'm going to make it. I run. I grab the handle on the door, and I pull when I should have pushed. Oh, no. And that split second when I pulled and the door didn't open, I shit myself open. And I had to, I mean, I did exactly what you said, but I was like, I had to go get back in the car. I had, like gotten rid of all the evidence to the best of my ability and then I had just the window down was like I don't feel good guys I gotta get home and I don't know what that is that is a strange that's a strange smell and now I've just overshared so much oh I love it on the internet or the world of you know what I'm sure everyone's done something similar I can't imagine if you guys have funny yeah poop your pants stories stories, we'll take them or pee your pants stories I'll take it too Listen, I like a good pee your pants me story. Me too. That usually means you're just having the best time. Yeah, if I'm laughing, I... Yeah. Well, so, you know, now I have kids, and I'm not saying I pee my pants now I have kids. I'm saying that I am just fully embracing peeing and pooping all the time. Like, I'm just... Right. I, I know every disgusting bathroom very intimately because my daughter apparently likes to go at the grossest place. She's like, I have to go, and you have to honor it. When you're potty right. training, you have to honor when they ask to go to the bathroom. Yep. So never ever tell them no. And I've I've held, I've held her up in like underneath a palm tree because there was no toilets anywhere. You know? And there you that have it. Being a parent sounds so hard. Dude, it's just gross. <laughs> I mean, it's great in the in like, you know, today I had a great time with my kids, but uh but sometimes you gotta hold them under a palm tree while Dude, they take I've been poop. thrown up on so many times, I've been pooped on. Yeah. It's I don't even have kids and I've I have Friends' children who have yeah. pooped and thrown up on me. So the fact that you have to live with that, I salute you. Thank you. Well, you know, poor Lisa Nowak had three children too. So on top of all that, maybe she's that's been why. pooped on. Maybe I know that's why she was wearing the diaper, dude. Sometimes I don't know. maybe like she sneezes and something comes out. There you go. That's apparently very real. I've seen the commercials. That's true. I have to. It depends on like how full the bladder is and how big the sneeze is. Right. Totally so. true. Tell totally your moms out true. there, do your Kegels. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. This was such a wonderful yes, episode. Thank you for listening. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. Yes. And um, also reach out. We do have uh, our email address is romcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. We're on Instagram, Twitter. We would love to hear any stories or feedback yep. or anything like that. Thank you so much. We for love listening. you, God. We love you. Oh,